The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the GameTime app today and use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And finally, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow the other account at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, make sure to follow my other account as well. That's because this is the account where I post free plays and more significantly, my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet because I'm actually, unlike most, a tracked and transparent handicapper. That account is at X. That's at LockBettingX. While I've been tracking my profit, I've been undefeated every single month for over a decade. In fact, 10 years and six months now, 126 months in a row of transparent and track profit. And with the start we've made to December, I can probably already proclaim December the 127th month because it has been an absolute flyer, not just because we are going to be adding successful Champions League futures to this month that are just inches away from cashing. It's just been a red hot start so far. We are eight days into the month and we have delivered eight straight winning days to start the month of December, which included absolutely obliterating the last two weeks in the NFL as well, especially last weekend. It was just insane what we did delivering a 17 and six result going six and one on top plays of unit and and over. So, we are killing it in all sports. If you want to sign up for the service, head over to lockbetting.com. If you want to do your research, the pin tweet on that account is always the spreadsheet from the previous month. If you want to see other spreadsheets, you can look all the way down the X account at LockBettingX, or you could just go to the website lockbetting.com where all of the other spreadsheets are posted. When you look through my spreadsheets, don't just have a look at the total because I can assure you it does add up to a profit, but also have a look how we manage a bankroll because we do it sensibly and make betting accessible for anybody with a disposable income. Now, if you don't have disposable income, don't gamble. Gamble's not not gambling is not going to get you out of a massive hole or anything like that. I don't advocate that, but it is a fun hobby when you're winning and we can make it more fun by making it more profitable. And uh, we do it by, as I said, managing a sensible bankroll. You won't see five unit plays or 10 unit plays or 20 unit plays or, or chasing losers with doubling by doubling the stake. You won't see whales, you won't see maxes, you won't see play of the year. None of that crap that you see on X from guys playing with Monopoly money. Just real stakes for real people making real money. If you have any questions, shoot me a DM at the X account, at X. That's at X. We are coming off an absolutely red hot free edition of the EPL show as well. We just gave you that show for free and casually went eight and one with the show. We also delivered you a winner over on BetMUFC. So it was a nine and one week in the EPL. 
Who the fuck is even coming close to that? That is insane what we did in midweek. And this is the most difficult time of the year with fixture congestion. And it is throwing up some stupid results. But luckily, we're on the right side of things like Aston Villa beating Manchester City. We confidently predicted that Villa would be a banana skin for City and that they were a live dog in that game. We said that here on the podcast. No point in me digging up audio because if I started to fill these podcasts up with audio clips for things that I predicted correctly, it would just be another 20 minutes of recaps. So there's no point. You know, it was said, go back and listen to the show. Absolutely on fire at the moment. And we look to continue it this weekend. We start with a 12.30 kickoff. As I sit in the very hotel that... Liverpool are staying in to play this game. Liverpool are the 47 favourites. It's 18-5 on the draw and it's 11-2 here on Crystal Palace. Liverpool, obviously, the clear favourites and everybody expects them to win. Crystal Palace are awful at the moment. Roy Hodgson is under pressure and Liverpool, they're challenging for the league. But Crystal Palace, as bad as they are, they don't very often get whooped at home. And Liverpool, despite the fact they've been very, very solid so far this season, their best results have definitely come at Anfield, whilst they've been doing the bare minimum away from home to get the job done. And they've been that way for a while. Liverpool have only won by two goals or more in six of their last 27 away games, while Crystal Palace, they've only suffered a home defeat by two goals or more in four of the last 26. So I think it will be a tight and cagey game with Liverpool finding the moment of quality to come through, either with a 1-0 victory, a 2-1 victory, but I don't really think it will be that two-goal margin. And I don't think Crystal Palace can score two goals. So I think we're pretty safely away from 3-2. I say safely because I'm going to go to Liverpool with the under four and a half goals tacked on. It is a favourite bet of ours, but it's a favourite because it's a very, very profitable one. The under four and a half goals is always a great way to get you away from a short price. And the jump for this one moves you from four to seven to 10 to 11 minus 110. So that's going to be your first selection here on the show. We're going to take Liverpool to get the win over Palace with under five goals in this game at 10 to 11 minus 110. Before we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about Bet Rivers. We're brought to you by Bet Rivers, and Bet Rivers is available in over 14 states, plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers is some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on Bet Rivers as well. So sign up using our link to get a risk free bet up to $500. My Bet Rivers lock. On the show, will be at the end of the show. We are just coming off landing a lock winner on Liverpool, actually, last time out to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap against Sheffield United. So I'll be giving another one out at the end of the show. Before I give that out, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. G-A-M-B-L-E-R. Moving on to the three o'clock kickoffs, we start with a game here between Brighton and Burnley, where Brighton are the one to two favourites to beat Burnley here after Burnley lost again in midweek. They were better away to Wolves, but they still lost. And uh, that is becoming a big concern. They did not really turn the corner after their 5-0 win against Sheffield United. But as I said on the last show, 
Sheffield United are shit. So there wasn't much to read into with that result. It's 15-4 on the draw and it's 11-2 here on Burnley. Brighton may benefit here from not being on the Thursday-Sunday. So to play a game on Saturday, you have to fancy Brighton here against a Burnley side who just ain't cutting it in the Premier League the way people thought they were going to. Brighton have posted four wins from their last six in all competitions, but they're yet to keep a clean sheet this season in the Premier League. That is mad. A team who are rated as highly as Brighton in the top half, seen as a European competitor, a competitor for the European positions, but they haven't kept a single clean sheet. So the automatic go-to here is to back the home win, which, as I said, was at 1-2, to two, and then add BTTS, which jumps you from 1-2 to two to 2-1 two to one plus 200. That is a massive jump, given the data here for this game. Brighton have won four of the last six games in all competitions. Both teams have scored in all 15 of Brighton's games so far this season. Burnley have conceded at least three goals in six of their Premier League matches, whilst Brighton, they are scoring 2.1 goals per game in the league, whilst conceding an average of 1.8 goals per game in the league. So goal-heavy games here for Brighton so far all season. We'll take the BTTS with a Brighton win. And this is a 2-1 plus 200 selection here for this one. Up next, we should be covering United versus Bournemouth, but Man United games are covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. So that's where we'll be covering that one, as Manchester United are now back in the title race with everybody else around us dropping points. The great Tottenham, the great Newcastle, the great Manchester City, all situated around Manchester United. But we are shit. We've had a shit start. Our manager needs to get sacked. Eddie Howe is amazing. Ange Postacoglu is amazing. And Pep Guardiola is the god of gods. Well, the god of gods is three points above us. Ange Postacoglu, that genius, is level. And Eddie Howe is behind us in the table. So... Explain that one to me, dickheads. Up next, we look at the game here between Sheffield United and Brighton, or, and Brentford rather, sorry, we did Brighton. Uh, Brentford are the three to four favourites to win here. It's 11 to four on the draw and it's seven to two on Sheffield United. It's usually free money betting against Sheffield United, but I am worried about the bounce. They got a little bounce just before the game with Liverpool because um, that would have been a battering under the previous management. So Wilder did get a bounce and um, Brentford are a team who you're more likely to get a positive result from. And a positive result here would be a draw or something along those lines here for Sheffield United. It's hard to take them to win. I'm not going to take them as a live dog because I don't think they are one. They're winless in their last four games and they're a poor side. Definitely the poorest team in the league. Worse than Luton. Whilst Brentford, they've only won two of their seven Premier League away games this season. So that's a good opponent for Sheffield United to play. Looking for a bounce. The Bees have drawn four league fixtures so far this season. And the draw is available here at around about 3-1 to one plus 300. I'm going to give myself a little bit more protection just in case Sheffield United pull it out. I'm going to take them on the double chance market. This will be the only time I probably do this this season because I am a fan of the bounce. I do believe that um, when a new manager comes in, it does boost morale. It does it does boost the players. The fans are excited by it. They're obvious, Obviously, Chris Wilder's very popular there and Brentford aren't a great opponent away from home. So everything is aligned here for Sheffield United to maybe get a point from this game. Don't expect this to be the lock at the end of the show. 
But I do think they can get something here. And that's going to be a rarity because ultimately they might get something here. They might do well for the next three, four games. But after Christmas, they're going to start getting beat again. Then they're going to start getting heavily beat again. Chris Wilder is going to become going to be put under pressure and they're either going to finish 19th or 20th. This is a race to the bottom for Sheffield United and Luton. Luton are doing amazingly at the moment to push Arsenal, to push Liverpool, to push Tottenham the way you have done at home. But guess what? You lost two of those games. So as good as Luton are at home, well, as much as teams probably hate going to Luton, they're still not going to stay up. And it is a race to the bottom because for Sheffield United or Luton, one of these teams are going to be bottom of the Premier League. The last three o'clock kickoff is Wolves at home to Nottingham Forest. Another team being sucked into that relegation race. Wolves are the 10 to 11 favourites to beat them. It's 13 to 5 on the draw and it's 16 to 5 here on Forest. There was something put on social media saying that the showing that the owner of Nottingham Forest chucked his lanyard on the floor walking out of Fulham and it was found and posted on social media 10 minutes before the game finished. So this guy was so fucked off by watching his team that he left about 70 minutes into the game, walked down, walked down Fulham Road or wherever, whatever route he took. I don't know exactly where the photo was found and chucked his lanyard on the floor. I'm telling you, that isn't good for the manager, if that is true, if it isn't a fake or something that was put out. Um, What also isn't good for the manager is getting pumped 5-0 in your last game whilst travelling to Wolves, who've had some excellent results at home against some of the leading clubs in the Premier League, beating Man City, beating Tottenham, and I love them to come out on top here against a Forest team who are struggling and are particularly poor away from home. Nottingham Forest have conceded 11 goals in their last three Premier League away games and there's a good chance that Wolves will win here and they may win convincingly against a team who travelled poorly last year, travelled poorly this year, have won just one of their last 18 league games away from home and they've failed to score on four of their last five away trips as well. So this could be a horrible afternoon and it could be the end of Cooper at Nottingham Forest if the fact that their owner is chucking away the lanyard in anger and walking out before the end of games. Well, that was a 5-0 dicking. I imagine if it's 1 or 2-0, he might be sticking around. But the fact is, results aren't coming and you're very close to being behind Everton after Everton have had a 10-point deduction. So Forrester are getting sucked into this, especially with Bournemouth doing better. And you do have to be a little bit worried that Luton are showing that fighting spirit, particularly at home. They could pull the miracle escape. Maybe Burnley might end up being a team that people expect at the start of the season eventually. Sheffield United, I've got nothing good to say about them. They're awful. But um, yeah, it's worrying for Nottingham Forest, and I can see that being the next managerial change. But my selection here all day is Wolves on the money line at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Before we move on to the late game on Saturday, which is no doubt for me the game of the week, let me take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is a way to play alongside your favourite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over an Underdog's mobile app or website. Underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Let me also utilise this pause here to tell you guys about game time. 
Have you ever been in a situation where you've wanted to get tickets at the last minute? It's just a stress. The tickets are too expensive for, for sections you want to sit in. You have to end up either getting shitty seats or waiting, or you get seats that you think are at a decent price, but maybe there's going to be a better price or a better seat. You don't pull the trigger and near the event, like two or three days away, there's just complete shit and you're forced to buy the shit because you let the good tickets go. All this stuff happens. And even even stuff like not getting your tickets through on the day of the event or just a few hours before the event and will call not helping you. All of this stuff does happen and ticket buying shouldn't be that stressful. With game time, they try to alleviate that stress. With the game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price and you find tickets in the same section of the road for less. Game time credits you 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. GameTime makes the perfect holiday gift as well. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create that account, redeem the code CFBX, and sweeten that deal with $20 extra off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. Finally, let me take this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you need to stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let's move on to that game of the weekend where Arsenal are travelling to Aston Villa. Aston Villa here are the 12-5 to underdogs. Ridiculous price. 11-5 on the draw. And Arsenal here are the 10-11 to favourites. So if Arsenal are 10-11 to to win, the field in that situation or the double chance would be 10-11 to on Aston Villa. You're telling me I'm getting 10-11 to minus 110 on a team who have won 14 home games in a row against Arsenal, who have been lucky constantly so far this season. And Villa are coming off the back of not just beating Manchester City, they're unlucky not to win 3 or 4 nil. They were so dominant in that game. But you're offering me 10-11 to 11, that this team don't lose, minus 110, and 12-5, or in some places 5-2, to two, plus 250 on the money line, that they win this game. Sprinkle the money line, take Aston Villa on the double chance market. This is a team who are emerging as dark horses for the title, not just Champions League position. Now, I don't think they'll compete for the title because their away form is not good enough. But at home, they have been absolutely immense. 14 straight Premier League oh, Premier, League, Premier League home wins coming into this one. Aston Villa have won 11 of their 12 competitive home games this season. They're coming off a win against Manchester City. While Arsenal, they were lucky again, required late winners in their last two games, including against Luton. And they have lost three of their last seven competitive trips, including losing to Newcastle. The goalkeeping situation at Arsenal, I'm telling you, that was a stupid, needless thing to do. And that's going to end up costing them points, which is going to end up costing them the title. They need to sort their shit out. They need to pick a number one and they need to go with it. Why Aaron Ramsdale's having to deal with that bullshit, I don't understand. Because David Raya looks like he's uncomfortable with the situation as well because he don't look like the same keeper. So what you've done by doing this, this this genius, Mikel Arteta, this greasy genius, has basically decided to put both his goalkeepers under so much pressure that they are shitting themselves for being dropped and they are making mistakes that they didn't make last season. Ramsdale was happy as the Arsenal goalkeeper. He was the established number one. Um, Raya was the number one at Brentford. 
And now they are apparently competing head-to-head. They're both called the number ones because Arteta refuses to call someone a number one, even though Reyes clearly is number one. But because Reyes not the 100% undisputed number one, he's under pressure every single time and he's playing like shit. And when Ramsdale comes in, he plays like shit too because he's under too much pressure to prove himself. So this is a terrible, terrible decision by Mikel Arteta. And I could honestly see Aston Villa winning this game and going 15 in a row. I'm going to take Aston Villa on the double chance market to avoid a defeat here. And we take that at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. By the way, if you guys are interested, make sure you follow the lock betting TikTok. Um, some of these picks or some of these leans are posted via video form where you get the data very, very quickly. It's easy to digest and um, then you get the information as well. So a little bit of an advanced look at what we're going to do here on the show. If you haven't got time, uh, the TikTok just takes two seconds. It's at LockBettingX. Uh, sorry, it's at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. Moving on to Sunday, let's have a look here at the game between Everton and Chelsea. We've got three two o'clock kickoffs on Sunday, and then we finish with a four thirty game between Tottenham and Newcastle. In this one, Everton are the two to one home dogs. It's five to two on the draw, and Chelsea come here as the five to four favourites. Really not sure what to do with this game because I'm really not sure who Chelsea are. They can go toe to toe with Man City. They can beat Tottenham away from home, then go toe to toe with Arsenal. And they can lose at home to Brentford and they can get beaten by Man United. Now, other teams have got beaten by Man United, but this was a game where Man United dominated the stats. Every every stat in that game, every attacking stat was dominated by Man United. And that's something that we've not done this season and have heavily criticised us for that. But um, in this particular game that I'm talking about at the weekend, Man United were far better than Chelsea. So I don't know who Chelsea are. I do, I do know who Everton are. And that's a very, very difficult team to beat at the moment. They've been inspired by by that 10-point deduction and they almost look like they're going to just kick on from that and just shove it up the um, shove it up the Premier League's ass because there's no way they're going down in my opinion and they're particularly difficult to play at Goodison Park historically the record isn't great so far this season but they're coming off a 3-0 win against Newcastle and I like them here 4-6 minus 150 on the double chance market to avoid a defeat once again they could even actually win this game they're in solid form they picked up their fourth win in six games with that win over Newcastle midweek and face a Chelsea side who have lost back-to-back away games. The visitors have lost four of their last five trips to Goodison Park as well. They hate coming here. They've taken just 10 points from 21 away from home as well this season. So we are going to take Everton to avoid the loss here. If you shop around, you can get a 7 to 10, which is widely available at 46. Minus 150 here for this one. Up next, we'll look at a game here between Fulham and West Ham. West Ham coming off the back of crazy win against Tottenham. Those goals are a joke. Go back and watch them if you haven't. How West Ham got the win there was just insane. But they'll take it and they'll try to build on it here at Fulham where they are the 2-1 underdogs. It's 12-5 on the draw and Fulham are the 11-8 home favourites. You can criticise Moyes all you want, West Ham fans, but this guy does pull out the results. And this season, he's playing a much more attacking brand of football, which is why I'm going for both teams to score here. Wouldn't have done that often last season, but the data tells you it's the right play here for this one at a price of 45 minus 125. This Fulham team has scored 12 goals across the last four games, including three goals against Liverpool in a game that they were very clinical in. But they have conceded eight times during this period, while West Ham, they have scored so far in 14 of their 15 Premier League games. 
and have just one clean sheet to the name. So tell me David Moyes is boring now. Both teams to score is my choice here for this one and we'll take it at the price of 4 to 5 minus 125 here for this London derby between Fulham and West Ham. Up next, we move on to the game here between Luton and Manchester City, where Man City are the 1-7 to favourites. The winner at Luton is 15-2 to on the draw. And Luton are the 18-1 to underdogs. I'd love to make a case for Luton, but this is where Man City get right. And this is a great time to back Man City to win the league because there's been multiple times, people forget very quickly, how many times they have written Pep Guardiola and City off. And I'm talking about the media, but a very, very nice easy run of games here for the Christmas period coming up for Manchester City and it would not surprise me to see them winning all of them. In fact, I could almost advocate for you doing this. You can parlay the next five Manchester City games together and they will end up winning them all. I'll run run through them for you. Um, The first game is obviously this one away to uh, Luton. Forget about the Champions League game. I'm not talking about the Champions League game against Red Star Belgrade because it doesn't mean anything. I'm talking about the next game. Man City at home to Crystal Palace next Saturday. Then Manchester City then have to go and play a World Cup game a world cup semi-final and then a final so the game at home to brentford is postponed they then come back and play at goodison park on the 27th december that's probably their toughest game they're then at home to sheffield united they're then at home to huddersfield in the fa cup and then they travel to newcastle on january the 13th so for me i think they can win at everton i think they can win at home sheffield united i think they can win at home to Crystal Palace. I certainly think they can win away to Luton and I think they can win the World Cup as well and come back with that and that will give them a boost as well. So this is going to be a different looking team by the time they travel to Newcastle on January the 13th. And then after that, they're at home to Burnley, away to Brentford, who aren't as good this season as they were last season, and at home to Everton, and then at home to Chelsea, who they drew 4-4 against. So the running is quite kind, kind run of games here for Man City, where they could completely change the narrative. I'm not buying into the narrative that this City team are regressing. I think that Pep Guardiola will demand more from his team after going four Premier League games without a win. Rodri's back as well. And I definitely think Manchester City can win this and win this relatively comfortably. But I don't think we are going to see five goals in this game. So this is going to be another one where I tack on the under four and a half goals. Man City haven't been quite as clinical as they've been in the past. And even if Luton make a contribution here, and they could do because City have kept just one clean sheet in the last nine Premier League games with BTTS cashing in six of the last seven games at Kenilworth Road. I don't think that Manchester City are going to score four times. I think this is going to be a relatively routine win. I think this could be 2-0 or 3-1 if Luton make the contribution. But I don't think it's going to be as tight as a 2-1 win or a 1-0 win or Man City really grinding this out. I do think there'll be some distance. I do think they'll just come here and do a professional job, similar to right at the start of the season when they went to Burnley and just done a professional job there. That's what we're going to, that's what they're going to need to do. It's going to be a, it'll need to be a back to basics kind of performance of City making sure they get three points on the ball, go on a run. And um, maybe inevitably at some point in January, you'll see the league table and Manchester City will be back at the top of it. Maybe. The final game on Sunday here is Tottenham at home to Newcastle, 
where Spurs are the 11 to 10 favourites. It's 14 to 5 on the draw and it's 21 to 10 here on Newcastle. I'm not 100% sure how to handicap this game because we don't know the status of Son. Obviously, he's been the most important player for Tottenham so far this season. Some would argue it's James Madison, but he's out as well. So the injuries are just stacking up for Tottenham and it makes it very difficult to back them here. Same for Newcastle as well. They've got a lot of injuries. They put out a very poor performance away to Everton on Thursday. So don't really know what to do with these games. So we'll go for a day to play and we'll take both teams to score as it has cashed in 11 of Tottenham's 15 Premier League games this season and each of the last five. While Newcastle, they have conceded in six of their last seven away games. So We'll just take BTTS. It's at a short price of 8 to 13, but I can't really do this game until I have more information about it. Sure, it's going to be a great game. Sure, it's going to be exciting. It's a shame that both of them are missing so many players, but it could be a really important game as well come the end of the season. Could be a six point in terms of determining who will be in the Champions League positions, if, if any of them get into the Champions League positions. Actually, at this point, we don't even know if it's top four or top five. I keep hearing that. On, on TV, it's going to be top four, it's going to be top five, it could possibly be the top five. It's, it's just a weird situation that we don't know at this point. But ultimately, Champions League um, Champions League may be on the line here for, for this one. Definitely high stakes. Um, and I think both teams will manage to score here in this one. Closing out with your lock on the show. Very difficult week to do a, a lock because I really like two plays here and I cannot separate either one of them. I think the price on Aston Villa at home to Arsenal is ludicrous, but I'm more confident that Wolves beat Nottingham Forest because Arsenal are capable of having a lucky break, getting in front, Villa are chasing the game, and then suddenly um, Arsenal can pick them off on the counter-attack. That's just football. These situations can come. Arsenal can find the moment of quality. Suddenly, Odegaard's got the ball in the edge of the box or Saka does something magical and bang, Villa are 1-0 down. They're chasing the game and Arsenal score again and the unbeaten run is gone. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Aston Villa are incredibly, have this incredible value, sorry, on Aston Villa this weekend, but it can happen. So I'm slightly edging towards the other, but... Fuck it. I don't often do this, but I am going to give you guys a double lock here on the show. It'll be one of the very rare instances I do that. But the EPL record this season is 10 free and free. So you have had three pushes with only 13 selections that actually played out into a uh, into a into an actual result. So we are on match day 16. So as far as I'm concerned, I do maybe owe you three double locks between now and the end of the season. So let's take one here. Can't separate these two selections. I'm really trying to, and I'd narrowly, narrowly put Wolves on the money line ahead of Aston Villa on the double chance market. But let's play both. Let's do a double lock here to celebrate the great run that we've been on as of late. So your double lock here on the show is Wolves on the money line against Nottingham Forest. The reasons for that one are clear. Wolves have had excellent results so far at home and Forest are very, very poor travellers. They've won just one of the last 18 away games and Aston Villa at home, they are a machine. They've won 11 of the last 12 in all competitions. They just beat Man City in midweek and uh, going in this, going into this one on a run of 14 straight Premier League wins at Villa Park and we just need him not to lose here in this one. That's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. Don't forget we have Champions League in midweek. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always guys and thanks for listening.